Welcome back to Terrifying Enlightenment. And every 10,000 points, I smoke two joints. We're back and we are back for a funny one, hey? By the sounds of it. So, guys, welcome back to Terrifying Enlightenment. This is show number nine that we would have on Spotify, the live show would be about 12 um here with mark malumby the man with the plan the guy the host the how's it going man the ever-changing plan which the ever-changing plan. plan that's true <laughs> it's not yeah. a plan because it changes all the that's time that's true <laughs> <laughs> i have a five-year plan that i'm going to change to another five-year plan <laughs> yeah. tomorrow and then i'll make another five-year plan that's true but the truth is we don't change anything <laughs> Yes, well the plan changes itself. Don't confuse the high mind. <laughs> <laughs> don't confuse the high, <laughs> comma mind. <laughs> You're the best high laugh. He like sounds like a movie character. Could you imagine if he was high? I don't right now, what yeah. that be like? Oh yeah, that'd be great. So I've got a like uh, headphones that are somehow twisted backwards, and yeah, so what's it's going on with these headphones? Just <laughs> pushing into my temple, so well, I look like some <laughs> sort of an app. Like someone who doesn't know how to work head up headphones. No uh, idiot, the other one. <laughs> <laughs> also, What's guys, I'm here, Sharon. <laughs> yeah, so Sharon's here. Oh, sorry. No, we all interrupted that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so Sharon, how was your week? Uh, grand. Grand. <laughs> grand, yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> boom. <laughs> grand. Yeah. Right, that's great. Mm. Mark? I've, I've little else to say. <laughs> I've had an up and down week. I. I I did a, a, my first ever kind of mindfulness talk with a company. Um, I won't name them just in case there's any sort of an issue there. But um, it was split in two parts. And I kind of had a PowerPoint presentation and I had an idea of what I would do in my head. And then it kind of just turned into me just literally just making it up as I went along. And the first group that I did, about 12 people, went excellent. Amazing. Like way better than I thought it would. And then... I had about a 10 minute gap and then the next group came in and you know when you're you just done something and you're asked to repeat it you kind of feel like you're trying instead of letting things flow you're trying to remember what you did that worked before mm-hmm. so you're imitating yourself in the past and then it just comes out all clunky yeah. and not right and kind of all over the place I was like oh, I said this in the last group and it worked well and I throw it into this one and then it just didn't work well so I have to I don't know either practice more and become more like a a stage performer just reciting lines or I just need to like say okay I just do one group fit them all into the room because I can't just like repeat myself just or I'm just get better at my job from my experience <laughs> with, with presenting which is Mark knows it's all the time in work presentations to families parents people um, I find what works best is you do have a structure on a presentation now unfortunately yours didn't work you had a presentation but it didn't work for you on the day but yeah. you have the structure but then you can like the amount of times I just deviate from that 
with different points that come into my head at the time and that makes it a little bit more authentic because you, you have the professional kind of look about it because you have some slides you have some material you're definitely going to stick to and then by the hairdo it's like you get some slides it's like that's what it is. <laughs> oh <laughs> my hair, God. Is a specific type of hairdo okay <laughs> <laughs> i like your slides man <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about presentation surely slides yeah, yeah. No, presentation how you present yourself yes oh, the yeah. slides the I mean, slides that's, 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 love that's your a, slides presentation you get some Sharon. slides just get the camera view a bit more I'm going to try and fix the camera anyway have some material that you you definitely stick to but that leads to your kind of ad lib and oh I've thought of this in the spur of the moment and mm. then it's really authentic then mm. so that's what I do it's very hard to talk about this stuff because you can't talk about this stuff and yeah but in order to eventually not talk about the stuff you have to start talking about the stuff yes well most people do anyway because they got to decondition themselves of course yeah mm. um what did you get to this week christo apart from singing regularly <coughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah i was working i went uh i'm not going to share this in total detail but as i was telling you downstairs i went through a little bit of an inner bit of inner turmoil in the last three to four days um <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing things to Mark. <laughs> that sounded wrong. <laughs> it did actually. <laughs> I'm not under the desk. <laughs> Why is it like this is a radio There's show? There's actually a wall under this desk, so she's not doing footsie on him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, Chris. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt there. You had a bit of an inner turmoil, and I was very insensitive. No, Go it's ahead. fine. Um, don't really plan on sharing too much about it, but okay. just I think uh, maybe going down the road of sharing with everyone that it's okay no matter how positive and strong you may be to feel these things pain is an inherent part of life as well as suffering it's a gift actually as well as a platform for progress and growth and strength is not the absence of weakness strength is the awareness and the acceptance of all of your weaknesses so at least um that's why i feel um i i kind of get through things well because mm-hmm. i just sit with them um i don't panic and run away from them mm-hmm. as if like oh this what's this this is not part of me and then you run away it's like oh you just if you're aware and you accept that they are part of you and go oh maybe i am maybe i am feeling pain here maybe i am feeling down maybe i am a little bit depressed here it's hard to admit that to yourself sometimes yeah mm. and that's fine um doesn't mean you have to share it with everyone Mm-mm. because then you're just needlessly <laughs> sharing bad vibes. Then you're just an energy vampire. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Sucking everyone's energy. Yeah, balance. You if you're you sharing share, constantly. You, know? you just have yeah. to share it to the right people. Right people, yeah. yeah. People who just aren't going to be judging or trying to figure out what to say because mm-hmm. people are actually like empathizing with you somewhat, you know. Yeah, mm. exactly. Share with Eckhart Tolle and he'll just sit there and say nothing and then you'll come to the conclusion yourself that you're being an idiot and yeah. leave because yeah. <laughs> yeah. a, a book that I'm reading is at the moment <laughs> any of the stories he gives where people come to him they, they come to the realisation themselves and then just leave yeah <laughs> it's like it's like in sales when the customer closes the sale themselves and they just let them talk yeah and you just stay <laughs> quiet until yeah. they say where do I say this is yeah. a great and idea then like, and, then, and then they go off and they're like yeah I'll take it oh you're a great salesman I'm like Thank you. Okay, <laughs> you did all that yourself. A lot of people come in with knowledge of the th- of the product anyway, yeah. and then you just kind of back them up on one or two things, and then they go, "Okay, yeah, sold." And you're like, <laughs> "Score." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Remember before you were saying 
Oh, I'm, I've messed it up in my head already. But I was going to be talking about Carl Rogers, that psychologist. Have you heard of him? I haven't. Um, but he his way of doing psychology or psychotherapy um, was just to mirror everything back to the person and give them nothing. Nothing. So yeah, they'd be like, they'd be like, so I'm, I'm angry at my husband and he'd be sitting there until she kind of no husband. And he goes, so you're, you're angry with your husband? <laughs> and she goes, yeah, he's doing this. Uh, the, the, and then he might pick a word out of that. And you said, so you said he's this? And she'd be like, yeah, but that's because of his dad. And just, it's like, <laughs> goes and goes <laughs> and they solve a puzzle just by him repeating the words back to them. Because yeah. we don't really... We don't hear our, our own sometimes words. Sometimes we don't hear no. what we're thinking. Really. Oh, God. What? Oh, we've lost Facebook. It's okay, keep going. Oh, the phone fell. I didn't know what happened. Um, yeah, that's why I find journaling really helpful. And you'd, you, Mark, you recommended journaling to me for a long time. Mm. But it's the, the difference in actually putting it on a page than it just swarming around inside the brain or the mind or whatever it is that Mind it's swarming it around in. rethink it and think it again and rethink it again. Yeah. So when you put it down on paper, at least that it might still do that, but it'll be definitely to be a lesser Yeah, degree. but also more things come to light when you're writing it down. Yeah. Suddenly you've written two pages and you're going, oh, well, you're focused, this seemed you? like one thought in my mind, but it was actually like two pages. Yeah. 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 So I think, I think that's why counselling works so well. You can't counsel yourself. I don't even think w- when you become a psychologist or a counsellor, you, you can't counsel yourself. Not really. Um, when you sit there and talk to somebody else and they say things back and prompt you and it just makes a huge difference and then you almost feel like an idiot sometimes mm. I went through a lot of counselling in my in my life and some things I'd say and then a, ca- a counsellor would say something back to me in response to that and then i go oh yeah I suppose <laughs> and I'd be like I didn't realise I was doing that mm. that's silly <laughs> have you you listened to the Anthony DeMello yes was it something into life or wake up to life waking wake so, have yeah. you heard of this a- Anthony DeMello is awesome um, I just got his book Awareness I'm going to start it soon um, but there's like I think it's about 8 or 12 YouTube videos and yeah, they're all, they're all about, a, about an hour long Yeah, he is so good he is so good at expressing like he's talking this This must have been in the 80s so he's talking to people that have no internet and earlier than that Mark because he died in 87 oh, must have been yeah. 60s then or something yeah. like that and, and the people looking <coughs> at him and listening to him have no like they've only had their conditioning in that small mm-hmm. small town or area they grew up in yeah and so like he was he would have a much tougher audience than us today i reckon yeah because so much internet that there are people that have at least touched on these yeah. concepts you know yeah mm. Uh, but yeah, I recommend watching all of Anthony DeMello's. They're very videos. old videos on YouTube, but and they do they do just kind of follow into each other. Like there's a l- there's a few of them that are like eight or ten minutes long, but they lead into the next video and into mm. the next one if you just let it kind of autoplay. But uh, it's very he's very very good. He's very funny, a very positive man as well. During his videos, you kind of want you want to listen to him, you know. Mm. So mm. I like that's good, creating more value for the viewer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's a Catholic priest. Oh, is he? Yeah. 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 Jesuit Catholic priest, but he doesn't. It's, it's, it's all very much about awareness and everything that we ever talk about on the show. Like he's fantastic he's at explaining. He's more it. of a mystic anyway, yeah. which is Gnosticism, which is yeah. still Catholic, but it's the Catholic mysticism. Uh, yes. Yeah. So and and he's he's it's great because he get wins people over at first mm. by like giving nice, interesting but safe kind of tales. He has a lot of parables. And, yeah, and then like he'll have an anecdote and a joke, and everyone is laughing. But I've noticed then, as the series goes on, yeah. he starts to get sterner. 
Captain yeah. Stern. And then at one point, and he's not directly calling the crowd this, yeah. but he is talking about a, a type of person or type of people that we have in our society. And he was calling them idiots. Like, you idiots, you yeah. idiots. But basically, almost everybody in that crowd would have been <laughs> one of those people. Yeah. So he was saying it to them he as well. He didn't care. But, yeah. but it wasn't done in a venomous way no. at all. It was like just fucking wake up people mm-hmm. but anyway <laughs> yeah very good watch it <laughs> yeah he, ta- he talks about um as well that the l- the whole lesson and the whole kind of awareness experience and waking up thing came to him um it was he always says 12 years ago i don't know what age he was but he's like i'm i'm really raging that it didn't happen to me sooner and i didn't know this sooner he mm. says but i'm also very accepting of the fact that i know it now and so I think, mm. I think everyone once you kind of touch on this stuff, you're like, oh, why, why didn't this happen to me years ago? Like, I needed it then. You know what I mean? I think everyone might feel that. Ecclesiastes, we're just evolving through something, and that yeah. will will all be will, will everyone will wake up eventually. Kind of just inevitably. He compares it to a blossoming flower. Mm. He says, on Earth, millions and millions of years ago, there was one flower, and it died. And then there may have been in two, and then it died. Mm. And then there was three, and then it died. And then it's just blossoming of everything, mm. of life. Yeah, but will it blossom? And then when it blossoms, will it just crash. die, crash, and then just revert back to the way it was? Yeah, but the like flowers didn't. Yeah. The circle of the <laughs> <laughs> cosmic life. <laughs> <laughs> circle of awareness and life. And so it was so sunny out today. Yep. Did you guys get out in it? No, I didn't bit. get out today. A little bit. I should have. Disappointed in myself not for not getting out today. Don't be. Okay, I'm not anymore. Good. Wow, thanks, I'm cured. <laughs> wow, thanks, I'm cured. Hashtag, wow, thanks, I'm cured. Yeah. <laughs> you ever see those threads? They're brilliant. No, honestly, I was the same. I was like, oh, but I was in work. In fairness, like, and you were you working? Uh, no, I was. You were just busy. Uh, like I was in work, and I got out in it a little bit because I went there for lunch and, and stuff like that from work. But I was like, oh. I should have made more of today and I went to yoga after work. I could have went on a walk in the sun, but I was like, eh, still kind of a good thing to do. So I'm yeah. going to be okay with it. No, it's good. If mm. You just you went out for a walk. No, it's always healing to go out for a walk in nature. It really is. It really is. Like, uh, I, was, I didn't work on Sunday, was it? Saturday. And I just couldn't work because like, I only had slept two hours. And I, I was telling you this downstairs, but man, I was so drained mm-hmm. and... Um, I was gonna leave. I went up to one of the lads in work and I said, "Look, if you if you need me, call me." I was basically implying I'm going home, but if you really need me, I'll come back because I live nearby. And on the way home, I thought, you know, what, I'm just gonna go for a walk in nature and see what happens. And I went for a walk in nature, and I was literally only doing. I went for a walk ten minutes, and after I just literally felt like I had a whole sleep. I yeah. Oh, it's it's just it's crazy how important and how um, vital nature is to our well-being it's renewing yeah there's something called psychotheratica which is the it's a the, the trauma that they believe humans have from the disconnection from nature from nature yeah. yeah and i do find that we've my m- that yeah my m- most of my suffering or toxic thought processes happen when i'm in my home yes in a room in a room it's just <laughs> And it just, uh, and I think that's just our body telling us, man, man, you're not supposed to be here. Yeah, it's like, get out. Yeah, get out, man. Go <laughs> forage. <hug> yeah, <laughs> forage. Exactly. Go do what you're meant to be doing. Find those mushrooms. Exactly. <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> find, yeah, find those mushrooms. Oh wait, it's not September. <coughs> <laughs> those ones, those ones will kill you slowly and painfully. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't do the grey ones. No. no, I I totally get what you get. I I think you do, Mark, as well. But like, I get frustrated by my bedroom so much, yeah. so much. Yeah. And one of the bad trips I had with magic mushrooms was the bad, the worst trip that I've had was the main bad one, and it was in my bedroom. Mm. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, in nature, there's always been something that's been lovely about yeah, it, you know. And you're moving, you know, you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing. It's actually funny when you when you look at gym, right? Or you look at all these exercise regimes. It's it's funny when you really kind of yeah. take a step back and you go, Jesus, d- we're doing all these things, whereas we're actually probably supposed to be going out into nature, <laughs> doing things, you know, swinging on vines. But instead, we're trying to take something that's well, it's there. naturally outdoors and we're bringing it yeah. indoors. Yeah. Like the 40 foot has this like metal bar that Mark sometimes has pull ups on. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Right at the sea. You know mm. what I mean? But like then someone told me that it was going to break. <laughs> I told so you I also that it was going to break. And then the next time I went over, I was like, oh shit, uh, that could have been a, a fun fun way to get like a rusty steel thing through my heart. <laughs> I said it to Mark. I goes, that doesn't look safe. Be careful on that. And he goes, ah, it's grand. And then some man, <laughs> some man came over to him and goes, be careful there, mate, because that's, that's about to break. And he believes him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, oh, I give up. I give up. I do hold my hands in up on that one. Yeah, I give up. I apologize. Yeah, you should he, apologize you know for that. Do you know what? He, <laughs> he knows I would have looked after him had it bro- if it broke. So, yeah. What if it went through my eye and then I always complained about my eye? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's not your eye. Shut up. <laughs> but why do I feel this way? <laughs> yeah. But uh, nature, man. Get out there, guys. Get out into nature. Touch a tree. Just yeah. touch just it. Just touch a tree. Not touch in <laughs> Mark, not in that way. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that way either. Okay. Just thinking, it's like, you know, it's always fun to go back to when you thought all this stuff that we talk about yeah. was, was stupid. And then tree huggers. And then listening <laughs> in, somebody's like, no, touch a tree. You're like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, what are these guys talking about? Honestly, there's been research and studies on, on like, just... Yeah. Uh, Hugging trees or making a connection with your hands or your arms around a tree for like a certain amount of seconds will do certain things. Yeah, that's good. Hormones. That was a so that was a study done by I don't know when in I don't know when. <laughs> <laughs> I just I read it ages ago. So yeah. No, but it big. is though. You can you can test that out yourself. Just go out and bloody spend time there. You'll see. Put your bare feet in the grass. Yeah, put your bare feet in the grass. But there's some people out there that have like a fear of nature. Which is very weird. I what's, did. What's the phobia called? I actually don't know what that phobia Nature is phobia. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one. Meophobia, <laughs> <laughs> because you're essentially afraid of uh, yourself. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I remember one guy actually messaged me once through my channel because he was asking about psychedelics and everything like that. And he was like, you go on about nature. He's like, I don't like nature. It's I, I find nature frightening and all of this. And I was just like, whoa. Like, I don't know what to say to this That's, guy. That is like saying, I don't like everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I was I was nervous about going out into nature by myself. I met Mark and Mark was like-minded and I'd always wanted to be out and be adventurous and hike and try surfing or the sea swimming. And But I, I was just so far away from it. I hadn't, hadn't done it in a long, long time since I was a kid. And then I just thought, oh, what if like I drown in the ocean or what if I uh, fall out of the tree I'm climbing or what if I break my ankle coming down bray head or you know and I, I just had these irrational fears and they were just all stupid but mm. it was that it was ego again it was anxiety talking for no real reason mm. preventing me from doing it and leaving me suffering 
<laughs> and then I met Mark. See, my friends are very outdoorsy, but um, I never even got involved. I never got into it with them either, because I, I, I had this fear, and I didn't want them to think I was weird. But with Mark, I could like, I could kind of just tell you anything, couldn't I? And you were like, "Come on, it's grand." <laughs> that's the way he is he's just really like come on I'd be grand and I'm like no Mark don't uh, well not anymore but I used to be I'm like don't do it that, uh, and then everything's fine and I'm like oh <laughs> so he, he kind of leads oh, by fun. he leads by example Mark does and then I just kind of follow suit if I think it's okay that's the best way to lead yeah no it was great I met Mark and he brought me out into the world <laughs> I, had, I had a funny um, feeling today I have to say because everything fundamentally any fears we have fundamentally comes down to fear of death yes and like obviously we, that's just a broad statement but you could actually like do you want to will we try and examine that statement and figure out what i said there as in like sure. is that true so think of a fear i suppose any fear um spiders spiders yeah right. there you go okay so m- let's that's we can go from that angle but then we'd have to do everything backwards so maybe something that you really like you really what? like yeah, like then you don't have a fear. Oh, 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 um, life, <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, losing uh, your iPhone. Okay, all right. Oh, that's a hard one. It's not. I, I could definitely go for it. Let's, let's let's go and lead it to the fear of death. Fear of losing yeah. my iPhone. Trace that back to the the fear. So death. When, when someone fears losing their iPhone, they fear losing part of themselves that keeps them in a structure and keeps them stable. And if they lose that stability, they're gonna fall apart and die. <laughs> Very good, Christo. Yeah, I, I actually <laughs> talk, spoke about this when I went to, for that walk in H. I made a video and I spoke about how people can think that they might yeah. die when they're just well, yeah, about something. absolutely, because people can make themselves paralyzed when there's no organic cause just from exactly. thought alone. So yeah, they've attached their happiness to an object yes. as well. They have, mm. they have they're attachment. Like, I can't be happy without my iPhone. Therefore, mm-hmm. I'm justified. Anyone would feel sad. Anyone would feel angry. This is normal. I'm not doing anything I shouldn't do. Ah, do you know what's shitty? And what? Do you know what I've noticed as of late in my life over the last couple of years? When I get a new object or new phone or new Fitbit watch or something new like that, I really am just underwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> so I've stopped buying stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's I'm so underwhelmed up. by it. It's ridiculous. Like it's it's things things like concerts and that can be still get yeah. me excited. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because it's like this one a big event. That's it's an experience. Be, yeah, an yeah. Experience. But but um, I'll, like even if it's something really cool, like I I'm still a big kid. I love my PlayStation. <laughs> every time as I get older and the playstations get better I enjoy it less and less uh-huh. and less interesting yeah and it's just that I'm I mean it sounds like a, a, a maturing is the wrong way but I guess your taste changes you get yeah. over it it just does and while I still love playing computer games at the moment I'm just enjoying it less and less mm-hmm. and less and that's not to say I'm not losing enjoyment for my life in general because it's just other things that would have I would have actually found difficult before now I'm kind of like, oh, that's what I enjoy doing. So, yeah, mm. yeah that's true. It's with anything, it's with a lot of things. Yeah. Underwhelmed. Hmm? I got a new tablet, a Huawei tablet, oh, because didn't come, did it? yeah, came today. But it's for because v- I'm going to Vietnam in three weeks. Oh, so I want to. What are you going it. for? What are you going there for? I'm going volunteering, Chris. No Just way. Bringing yeah. over like the commandments and a tablet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make <laughs> everybody wake up. <laughs> um. That's cool. How fight long club is. We don't uh, talk about Fight Club. Two weeks. Man, I'm jealous. So yeah, I'm going to... V- 
little plug here everybody or anyone who's listening is called Operation Walk Ireland um, there's one in America as well just called Operation Walk but this is Operation Walk Ireland um, it's in its third year running they go over surgeons anaesthetists nurses physios go over to Vietnam in the hospitals and perform orthopaedic surgeries on the really really disabled they're usually quite young and they've just severe disability from like arthritis or accidents they've had and they just they've no quality of life they can't walk so these are the joint replacements and we are involved in rehabbing them and teaching the Vietnamese nurses and physios through translators um, how to carry on their rehab when we go back to Ireland. So yeah, it's really, really worthy cause. Fantastic work being done out there. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. The reason this is a charity in the first place is because people in Vietnam need to pay three and a half times their salary for a joint to be replaced, which is not the case here. We're very, very lucky. Um, so you can imagine that nobody could afford that if they have an arthritic joint, especially if someone has an accident and they get post-traumatic arthritis, you're kind of screwed. And then they just lose their quality of life. But after the surgeries, they're unbelievably grateful. Go climb mountains and everything and you're back the next year seeing them and they're like, oh, I climbed a mountain. I've had such a great time. And you're like, that's what it should be, you know. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing in, that's uh, really in three weeks. But the tablet, I bought that because I just <laughs> wanted to load some movies onto it. Um for the flight and everything like that but like <laughs> I got home my dad was like your tablet's here and I was like he's cool so dad excited, yeah. my dad is a, such a gadget freak right Where is he? Uh, yeah all his life he's so good with gadgets but he's um, he's like it's upstairs I was like yeah grand <laughs> so I went upstairs got my coat because I was coming I hadn't got a coat and I was coming in here I came back down the stairs and he goes uh, oh did you not did you not open it and I says I goes oh he goes do you not have a look at it I says no I says I just plugged it into charge and he was like I'll mess with it. I said, you can't. I goes, because you're going to have to set it up and don't set it up wrong on me. And he was like, oh, why didn't you look at it? And I was just like, I'm not interested. <laughs> I have other things to go do. Do you know what I mean? So like back, like a couple of years ago, if I got that, I would have wanted to open it, set it up straight away. I wouldn't have been able to like wait, come in here first, do the show and then go home. Whereas now I'm like, nah, I'll get to it. Because it really is only for going to Vietnam to have the, the movies and, and I suppose good video footage. <laughs> oh, that's really cool, man. I Sorry, long so Jesus, I didn't stop talking. That's good, I think, but I got hung up on a really ridiculous thing. Would you like to hear it? No, I think I did too. Ah, no. Was it the same thing? I doubt it. Okay, go Mine on. Is go silly. on. Go on. Yeah. Mine is silly too. Okay, well, just we'll do a lot. But I felt we'll bad. I felt bad for thinking. We'll, I was do, like, a, we'll do a high five. Okay. If, if we okay. the same thing. So you will not. She was like, for years, all the different types of doctors you can be, I always kind of like sometimes get confused about what different ones are. And, uh, while Sharon was saying orthopedic surgeon, I was like, ortho, mouth, like orthodontist, then it's P dick. <laughs> <laughs> mouth P dick. This is the mouth P dick doc- doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Are you having a problem with your P dick? Oh, Mark. Mark, you're so wise. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the orthopedic surgeon. <laughs> Okay, that wasn't the one I was thinking of. <laughs> Good. I, I was thinking, I was like, but you looked at me like, Are you think what I'm thinking? I'm like, I fucking doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> no oh, one could ever have got that. <laughs> <laughs> I was more so like, I was amazed by the whole thing because I was kind of going, fuck, that's, that's amazing. Like, that's so oh, fulfilling. So fulfilling. Mm. Like, I think the, there's not many be- better things you can do than like just connecting with all these little children and that are disabled and helping them get stronger yeah. and emotional um totes emotion uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> honestly no like that 
What was your and thing that you got hung up on? No, while I was into that and while that was playing on my heartstrings, when you mentioned the word <laughs> joint, <laughs> I was like, wait, there's joints? <laughs> You're going to give them joints? What's the story of that? Joint replacement. <laughs> <laughs> Three so times like, okay. their salary over there. That <laughs> is not yeah. on. Well, I heard Vietnam. Oh, is that Thailand that has the good weed? <laughs> To get a joint yeah. replaced <laughs> it's straight after. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. When you said that, I was like, in fairness. We didn't hide a band. And then straight away, I was like, so Christa, fuck's sake. We've, <laughs> we've had a mouth pedic, and they're actually, we're going over to replace their <laughs> joints. <laughs> I smoked two joints I'm all out, in man. the morning. Well, we're here to rescue you. I smoked you. two joints at night. Well, their money is called uh, dong. Mm-hmm. There's another thing for you about to. So sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, pedic. Um Orthopedic mark is anyone that deals with bones. Sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> bones. Boners. <laughs> okay, how old are we? <laughs> yes. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, Come on, on, that is a crazy wait, kid. You've been saying words your whole life like orthopedic and never think... Like Mark, I can never hear that word the same again, and that's just like my whole career of orthopedics. Like, like, no, they deal with bones, and I'm like, I know they do. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I can't hear it the same now. You've ruined that for me. Yeah. No, but he's right. You said, "How old are we?" Doesn't matter. We're I know, all, I kids. Know, always, we're always kids. Like we. I never agree. We are. I mean, like that today now going for a swim, I felt like a big kid. Yeah. Taking in all the sounds and like the sun on the water mm. and. Yes. <laughs> what? I thought you gave me a dirty look there. No. <laughs> I thought you meant. I was like, what? What have I said? <laughs> <laughs> no, Mark. Okay. That would be paranoia. <laughs> Possibly. Anyway, go on. What are you <laughs> saying? Yeah. You felt like a kid, you're assuming. Oh, yeah. It just. I think sometimes you, you're you so in your own head and you don't even realize it. That when you come out of your head, you all the f- feelings and sounds, you hear them so much better. And then you realize the last time I heard things this way was when I was like five mm. and I, I, the seagulls and the sound of the sea and the people chattering and just the wind and everything mm-hmm. it was just like I remember this mm. this yeah this is something that's that I've forgotten that's always there it's always there but it was it's it's like you 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 when you eat something you're like oh, I remember that taste from and from the summer of 69 <laughs> <laughs> Me and some boys from school, like we tried real hard. We started a band, yeah. You got a first yeah. real six string. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bought the five and dime, actually. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Was that in the summer '69? <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mark. Honestly, I'm. That's something I'm. I'm able to observe a lot more now. Without even, I don't even really need to try. So when I'm walking. This, I think this is why I'm loving spring so much. I said to Mark the other day, <laughs> I said, I think spring is my favourite month. And then he laughed and I was like, what? what? What are you laughing at? I didn't get it. And he was like, you said month. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> spring is <laughs> the season. <laughs> so what I'm noticing, I'm just walking around and I can just, all I can hear now are birds and I can feel the birds chirping and I can feel the wind on my feet. And it's not even something I'm actively trying to tap into anymore. I can actually, I, I, I'm smelling, smelling the air and I'm just, it's just happening at this point for me now and it's lovely but it does give you that reminiscing type feeling yeah. where you're oh I remember this yeah. this is very familiar yeah. but it's not at the same time because yeah. you've been away from it for so long well it's, it's it's the same things you do all the time yeah except for whatever reason it's fresh again yeah yeah and it's lovely it's amazing it's like why do I spend so much time in my head like fuck that guy fuck that yeah. guy fuck that person just to think about shit like yeah. look at this Smell and that. And also, this. 
feel this. And you're like, oh my God. Anyway. And <laughs> also, why do we spend so much time in our house? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? All that stuff in nature, we'll come back to nature, is out there to be experienced, to be heard, to be felt, to be seen, to be touched. Just things for our senses, aside from phone screens and TVs, are just, just they're abundant in nature. Like, mm. You know? And Lose your mind. It's constantly changing. Like you get a waft of a breeze like for a few seconds and then that's gone and you hear a bird and then that's gone and then you smell something in the air and then that's gone. Mm. Then you hear a car beep and it's constantly changing. Yeah. Whereas like our stimulus at home is like TVs. If we're not, well, obviously if we're not socialising with our families, it's like TVs, phones, bed sheets. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's basically it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Not well, sometimes it is. Oh, and I forgot to say, you're, you can see the sun. Then the sun is blocked by a cloud. It's just constantly changing. Mm-hmm. So it's like new experiences every few seconds when yeah. you're in nature. Yeah, it's you know? Anthony DiBello, because we're both listening to him so much, he, <laughs> he was saying um, that... He was talking about leaves. He was saying, okay, if I said th- I, s- I saw a leaf, is it was it a banana? Li- was it a banana leaf? Was it a pear leaf? Was it... A tomato leaf was it whatever you know and then he was talking about um i've lost it already damn we're we're on about ever-changing senses out in nature that's it yes what did i just say (laughs) (laughs) you he was talking about (coughs) this banana leaves oh yeah yeah so when we put something to a category Mm. then we're like if i say leaf you have a general idea of what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but actually he was saying that what you know is what they're not talking about because the actual leaf itself, they're all like one of a kind. Yeah. And so you you know what I'm not talking about? I'm not talking about a dog. I'm not talking about yes. the color orange. I'm talking about a leaf. Yeah. So it's like that's that general substructure in your head kind of p- tries to picture something. Yeah. But really what you're doing is excluding everything it's not. And then you have kind of an idea of what I saw. And I have an idea of what I saw. But both ideas are actually very different to what was actually the leaf yeah and then he went and so we do that but we do it with everything Everything. so if you see a pigeon for example Mm -hmm. you go pigeon and then you all of a sudden it's boring to you you don't really pay attention to it anymore but that's not how things actually are it's like every single individual thing is slightly different to each other yeah i thought that was cool yeah that's true because someone could look at me and say human not completely different human to you female yeah Yeah. or irish female yeah yeah just different yeah so it's basically when someone calls me human, they're also calling me everything th- that I'm not. Yeah, basically. Yeah, but yeah. we exclude it. So yeah. every word is any descriptive word you're cutting out yeah. more than you're actually adding in. Yeah. yeah. That's the point, isn't it? That's the whole point. Elaborate, Christopher. You know what I mean? Yeah, elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> me and Mark are like, like what? <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point, why they create labels. Oh, and yes. Divisions yes. and substructures and stuff like that. Control. So that they can, yeah, control. <laughs> and so that they can actually differentiate things from one another. It's part of the human. Yeah, gene. it is the whole point. Yeah. It's, that's yeah. just the way it is. Like, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of it that we can... Um, look at and be like oh jesus we don't need this it kind of fucking messes everything up at yeah. the same time but then at the same time it's it's helped a lot of things it is helpful. yeah you know um <laughs> just pinpoint a few things <laughs> imagine we're all walking around going <laughs> 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 pointing at things going <laughs> 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 yeah 
Maybe we wouldn't make those noises. <laughs> we might because we're tra- we're getting frustrated trying to say what it th- what it is to someone. We'd be, we'd be like, as if we wanted to tell we someone about a leaf, and we're like, because <laughs> 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 we go on about. But on you wouldn't show. have any word for anything else, so you wouldn't be just walking around going. <laughs> <laughs> But like on the show, we do talk about how like language, like it kind of limits our worldview because yeah. you can't explain things. But it's like, well, if we didn't have the spoken yeah. language, then we would be like, no, we wouldn't. We'd probably just be experiencing be like every other animal who can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> We're not this crazy animal that just goes Ugh! to each other all day long. Hey, come <laughs> here, come here, come here. Have you listened to cats and dogs? They make some weird noises. Yeah. We would definitely be making some weird It's <laughs> pretty obvious what that means. <laughs> Step back, bitch. So, <laughs> <laughs> we'd, we'd, like, we'd still probably sometimes, like, if, if you see, if I see Mark, if I see you and you're walking somewhere and you're, like, I'm behind you and, like, you can't see me, I can't just be like... <laughs> I just like he can't just like, wave. Okay, so you're, I don't know. You can you're still not, make you're, noises, you're not, Crystal. You're not Mark. You can okay? still be like a dog. I go. I don't want to call Woof. you. I don't want to call you Mark. <laughs> I don't want to call you Mark. It's not like you have to be a mute. <laughs> no, but yeah. So, I'll just, but that's the thing. So I'll end up going. Oi. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> or hey. Yeah. But like, will I know to say hey? <laughs> I'll just, I'll just, like, because nothing will be end of it. It'll just be like. <laughs> but the scene, that's clearly fear. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, someone wants to say hello. I'd be like, someone is in tremendous fear. Where is the tiger? Right, hang on. <laughs> Let me try call Mark who is in front of me, but his back is turned to me. What would I instinctively noise what noise would I make if I hadn't got his name, Mark? And he was in front of me and I wanted to get his attention. You just flap. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> 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 oh, this is great. Oh, it is true, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, this is a very, uh, very fun podcast. This is have to fun for us tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure there's people listening that are having a great time. Mm. We've still touched on nature. We've touched on language barriers. We've touched on lots of things. Anthony DeMello. Mm-hmm. It's a great show. <laughs> 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 That was it's a great show. But uh, okay, let's go. <laughs> there's actually there's um somewhere in Africa there's uh, people that don't have as much language or even if they have it at all and they're able to actually communicate yeah more physically through their body language and their their awareness of body language and understanding of it is so uh vast compared to ours. Like obviously we have great understanding of the language that we speak. Mm. But body language, we we find it hard. Mm-hmm. Like we might, you like you did it earlier. You thought she was giving Are you, you a weird look. Or horny? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you thought she was giving you a weird look earlier, but she wasn't, right? Yeah. So obviously, maybe your your understanding of body language isn't as good as those Africans that would know that their child yeah. like wants to, I don't know, go climb a tree or something. I think if we didn't have language, it'd just take a lot more time to tell people about what we, we saw just, today. We just, We'd we, have to go back and get the leaf. That's the whole problem. <laughs> that's the whole thing. We're supposed to be present and we can't be when we use language. Yeah. So there's no abstract. getting away from anything then. <laughs> <sighs> there is, what? but no one wants to do it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. There is, but then what? That's it. That's our mind from the outside looking in. Just, isn't it? just be like, if that's if that's what the world For anyone is listening, Chris is looking blank. <laughs> I'm just if, sitting if, on if the that's chair. That's what the world actually has to revert back to before we can 
actually have some fun and enjoy being alive well then maybe it is you know i don't know i don't know either i don't know i don't think so Mm. um i think it'd be hard because once you've had a taste of this modern day (laughs) just take it all away it'd be very difficult i think the grass if you never if you never knew in the first place like these african people or the the natives. I don't know if anyone watched that program. Meet the, the natives. Meet yeah. the natives. They came over to like the US. They did one in the US and somewhere else, didn't they? Yeah. These were like a native tribe that just lived off the land and didn't even wear any clothes. And they respect their elders so much. Like the eldest man is like a hundred and something. And he's like highly respected. It's just the total opposite in, in the West. Like mm. it's like the older a person is more disrespect they get they're not looked after the way they should mm. should be um, we're not living off the land well we are living off the land but far too much and making too much and it can't keep up with the demands and it's just the complete opposite of these people so they came to the States and there was somewhere else was it UK as well I think so and they got a, a glimpse at what life was like and like just even exposing them to an ATM they were like, money comes out of that wall. Like, they hadn't a clue. Mm. <laughs> it's, is it on Netflix? Yeah, they were like, the, your man was like, hoovering the house. Yeah. And then, like, obviously, because this is the first time ever. You know, at first, he was like, scared of the thing. Yeah. And then he was using it. And then the plug came out from the wall because he went too far away from the wall. And he was like, oh, shit, I think I killed it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember they had Thanksgiving dinner and the amount of food that was on the yeah. table? And they were like, they were like oh, my God, what is this? Like, why is there so much food? Like, yeah, they, they're going out and hunting, like boars and pigs and whatever yeah, and they ration it and yeah 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 but they i i almost felt after they were so lovely weren't they mark these yeah. men that came over they were such lovely people and you just want like i was watching the program going i just want to bring them home with me like yeah but i almost felt bad that they'd been exposed to it in the first place i was like oh i have to go back now knowing that all this stuff exists yeah, would have well, been nicer for them to just stay in their little bubble like i think they they spent too much of their life in that bubble and when they returned they'll love their own way of life yeah well yeah I suppose when you see money comes out of a wall when you put a card in I think you'd be like that's very complicated no but that's what I mean they'd be like that's complicated what what, what is that all about Mm. that's that's the thing like he probably Mark's right they probably went back and they would be glad to be back Mm. yeah because whatever you grow up with whatever you're used to yeah that's true you love like for example my father he's such a simple man in terms of he's from he's from the traditional Mm -hmm. old Cyprus he doesn't get technology doesn't like any of it Mm -hmm. you know he sees people on their phone, they're like, he's like, oh, get off their phone, get off your phone, mm. kind of thing. Sounds like a good man. Um, so, uh, a wise man. <laughs> Sounds like you should stay out of my business. <laughs> <laughs> stay out of my business, you. <laughs> if I'm using the phone, oh. get off your phone. I'm like, yeah. how about you keep to yourself? How about you on? keep it to yourself <laughs> and your Greek ways? Yeah. But, um, how about what I do doesn't annoy you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, as well, I was speaking to a lady at work the other day and sh- we were t- talking about like the cuisine in, in Greece, but also here. And she was saying, because to me, Greek food is amazing. Yeah, right? I like it too. You like it. Mm. But the thing is, she is married to someone that doesn't like it. And she, he, he refuses to go to Greece and around that area because he doesn't want to eat that food and he just sticks to the Irish diet. Yeah, but there's a lot of them. Yeah, and you have people that will leave and they'll go to a beautiful sunny country that's more relaxed and maybe doesn't have all these like societal things and then they still want to come back to Ireland they miss Ireland because they grew up here they're used to it what's the first thing a lot of Irish people do when they go abroad look for an Irish pub Mm. yeah 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 there you go look for an English breakfast fry or like instead of going let's try this breakfast Mm. of crocodile it'd be great I never understood that yeah yeah Mm. 
It's a good point. Yeah. My dad is like that, like trying to get him to I eat think more we vegetables. All were trying just to subconsciously make our, our world more predictable all the time. Yeah. And that's the true. more predictable we make yeah. it, the safer we are, the less yeah. far away from death we feel, but the worse. Boom. Yes, so coming back to that topic. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. That's spot on. Yeah, come back to that topic then mm. of death. Because we only did the iPhone example. Mm. But you think everything is a fear of death. No, not fundamentally, mm. the decisions we make are largely based around prediction. Mm-hmm. This is one of the things I said on the um, mindfulness talk that I was giving. So when we're raised, obviously, we, we learn pretty quickly to put things into a category of good for me, bad for me, um, or insignificant. So when you're a child like you, anything you get, you'll put it in your mouth, you'll taste it, you'll flip it in every direction, you'll see if you can hit things with it, you'll <laughs> like just study every single thing about it. But unfortunately, then, when someone says, you ask your parent, what is this? They'll give you a label yeah. of like, um, let's say they've got a stone. It's like, oh, that's just a stone. And then once they have that mapped in our human way of, of dualistic language of stone, then they never see a stone properly again. This is according to some people until they somehow decondition themselves in that. Because as soon as they see, oh, that's, a ju- that's just a stone. I know what that is. When really that's just the label we put on something that no one really knows what the hell it is because we don't know what anything is fundamentally. We only know how how it actually behaves. So we're looking at patterns all the time. And humans are really good at looking at patterns. But the problem is because we raised ourselves looking at patterns, we can recognize the big pattern, which is death. Mm. And and so we go, no matter what we do, we're going to die. And then because we believe that we're finite beings and that we're going to die, we start making decisions all the time that reduce our likelihood of suffering. So if, if you're afraid of, let's say, a slow degenerative disease type of death, then you're going to be like consciously worried about certain things you're eating. You're going to probably try and run more because that fear of death is just influencing that. And then we also have <coughs> a deep desire to be loved because we're tribalistic type animals as well. And then we either get pr- praised for our behavior or... Um, criticized for our behavior and so we kind of grow up craving craving to be liked by everybody else um, and and really afraid of of death because we've been raised to put things into these kind of good mm. bad categories as well anyway this is kind of going no it's not, no, it's I, not. I, I agree like you could yeah. even say that that craving to be liked for, uh, yes. by everyone that, that popular yeah it's a fear of death yeah. because you're looking for that popularity that will give you a better survival chance yes yeah. to be part of the tribe yes but then if you're if you're brave enough to exit the, the tri- exit the tribe mm-hmm. that's being almost stepping out of all your fear because you're yeah. like I don't need your approval mm-hmm. and um, not many people can make that jump because we have such a de- yeah. desire for approval from from family members from mm-hmm. friends from yep. society in general we all want to be liked and so we modify our, our behavior and we say and do things because we want to be liked and then one of the, the really good things he said was um that because we just have a huge desire to be liked i'm already i've lost my thought again here do you remember this one sharon no from who you just said one of the really good things he said and I was Sorry. like who are you talking about <laughs> Anthony DeMello what did he say great He's desire to be liked because we have a great desire to be liked yeah. because we really want to be liked we only end up liking people who like us mm. yes and yes he does say that yeah. end up, we, we tend to dis- dislike people who don't like us yeah. So everything we're doing is still coming from a really egocentric point of view. Yeah. It's like and it's not it's not authentic at all. Not authentic no. at all. No. no. 
No. And we don't realize that that's our motivation underlying things, you know. It was yeah. like Eckhart Tolle, do you remember the thing that he said, I explained it to you the other day about there's no true relationship. Yeah. So there's four, four people in like a two-person relationship. It's like, not four people, but like me and Mark, right? I see Mark and like I perceive him a certain way, right? And he perceives himself a certain way. I perceive me a certain way. He perceives me a certain way. There's four concepts and ideas going on there. None of them are are real. So Mark has an idea in his head of who I am and what I'm like and what I'm going to be like and predict what I'll act out if if I find out something happens or, you know, they're all all ideas. Yeah, they're all ideas that we have of each other. So in his book, he's like, there's no true relationship. And I was like, oh, that's so sad, but true. That is true, yeah. There isn't. There are. It's just ideas that we have of ourselves and each other, mm-hmm. yeah. which and are all. And then he's right. like, you need yeah, to take total um, responsibility for something happening in a relationship because the, again, they're saying he imagined a, a woman that this man had married, he married to her and have kids, but he had been off cheating with some other women, mm-hmm. and he was, she was like, really angry. How could you? How could you? And like, you bastard, and, and fully justified in her anger. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, well, isn't it only because he's not living up to your ideas yes. of how he should live and didn't you have those ideas based on your judgment of him mm-hmm. which is that you're you tried to predict the future someone didn't yeah fit in with what you wanted mm-hmm. exactly and now you feel justified to be angry you got it all wrong you're the problem mm-hmm. and uh so pe- people don't want to hear that <laughs> no people well, there, there is a comment to make on that like i mean that man might have said no i won't cheat on you of so course. that's also an idea that is based on what he has put out there too so it's not just of course but again it's, if you were want to take extreme ownership it would yes. be then my judgment of of him yeah. was, was off or my just judgment <laughs> of life and reality in, in general mm. Mm. yeah you I know, think at the end of the day the fact that I judge in the first place yeah yeah. sorry sorry, <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry I interrupted you again no I, I thought I interrupted you um, yeah I think one of the harshest things to realise is that most of the suffering that we do and the pain that we feel is so selfish. Mm-hmm. Pretty much all of it. All of it. Yeah. It's just selfish. Yeah, like, I mean, if someone's going out and cheating, very good reason in their own life probably to do it, you know? And then we're like, how could you, you bastard? <laughs> you hurt me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. How could I don't you? care what about your suffering and the n- why you went to do that in the first place. Ah, like, yeah. Yeah. How yeah. could you do this to me? I'm special. Yeah. It's all concepts mixed up uh-huh. it, oh, I heard somebody it is all concept it is yeah yeah. what was it that I was I heard something from Aubrey Marcus he was doing a podcast it's really cool and he said that um, feeling guilt is probably one of the most narcissistic things out there which is crazy <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> yeah. if you think about it like because yeah, yeah. uh, automatically most people be like no that's like the opposite it's like no, actually, I know where you're it. coming from. Think right? about it, yeah. If yeah. you feel guilt, you make it about yourself. You make it about you, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's about you again. Selfishness. Mm-hmm. And we're all, fu- we're we're all, all of us here are all, um, what's the word? We all do this. Narcissists. Sure. Oh yeah, for sure. We all have narcissistic have, tendencies. Yeah, so there's just sure. some people that are full blown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I can't even be in a room for two minutes with people like that because I feel it straight away. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not one. I'm definitely not. On the, I'm definitely not one. Maybe I might have some tendencies. We have tendencies. 
I don't think anyone can't have those tendencies. Yeah, it's human nature. If I'm in a room with someone like that, I can detect it immediately, and I just can't stand being around them. Yeah, I know. How you I call. Oh, you call them one uppers. With a, a, a lady today who was bipolar. Yeah. And before she said she was bipolar, well, actually before and after, she really insisted on saying, telling you a lot about what she had done in her life. Mm-hmm. Like I, within a few minutes of meeting this woman, I yeah. heard about her three degrees and her twenty-five years of ballet experience, Stop. and so on, and so on, and so on. Um, and I could just see because it was so extreme can just see it for what it is which yes. is an extreme need for acceptance yes that's this probably narcissistic a little bit oh it's, it's totally it's yeah. gone, she's gone haywire yeah, but yeah. it's because she was probably not accepted at all when she was younger yeah and it's she's developed this desperate need to be like accepted and validated and mm-hmm. like please please i'm not a waste of space here instead yeah. of actually feeling that without the Look at all the achievements I have, which don't really mean anything. Like yeah, no, no. I had a w- an interaction today as well, but it was kind of, kind of. I'll I'll do it quickly. Um, a general operative, uh, woman that works in my job, lovely, lovely woman, but she just out of nowhere she got a, a a window while she was sitting talking to us to to come out with with this story, and it was basically all the traumatic things that has happened during her life, and I was supposed to be doing work. But I was literally there for 25 minutes with the woman because I was like, I can't, I can't not listen to her. She needed to, to say this mm. to people. And it was all the cruelty that happened to her and on the ha- at the hands of nuns back when she was younger. Yeah. Her family doing, um, she, she has, she was in a special school, she said to me, and she had learning difficulties. But to me, like, she's a grand woman. She's getting on, like, like there's nothing wrong with her. Do you know, she's not super intelligent, but I would never have guessed that. But her family were awful to her and abused her and called her all sorts of names and accused her of murdering her parents when they just died in natural cause. All this mad stuff that she just came out with and she just needed to vent and she started getting t- welled up teary and she just went on a roll with it. As soon as the window of opportunity to speak about it was there, it was just bam, everything just came out. And me and one of my colleagues were there for like 25 minutes and we had to just listen to her. I gave her a hug afterwards. But I couldn't walk away from someone like that. But at the same time, I have you. We have to mind ourselves with things like that as well. As, as Krista said, it's quite narciss- It's narcissistic when you, mm. even when you're in grief or if you're indulging. Yeah, but do you think that she is being narcissistic? She does, or do you think she, she, she just hasn't know, dealt knowing, with her trauma? She's not knowingly being narcissistic. Yeah, she just has an extreme emotion inside. Yeah. She doesn't know how to deal with, it, yeah. so it comes out that way. Yeah. So, but yeah, that still makes it still narcissism, narcissism because you're yeah. still like obsessed with your. And had to get your story. And, you know, sitting there, I was like, this is just the story. Because mm. I've, I've learned that our past is just a story we carry around with each other. And it serves us no purpose other than suffering and trauma. And it's like a pain, a weight that we're just carrying around with us constantly. But uh, that's that's what I was seeing. If I've seen it for what it was in that sense. But I was like, this woman doesn't know how to let go of that story. You know, and I don't blame her. Like, she's had horrible things happen to her in her life. Um, but yeah. We have to, uh, the final note is that we have to protect ourselves from things like that. I'm quite sensitive to other people's suffering. Yeah, same here. So I had to make sure then that I did something. Afterwards, so I did a short meditation and a bit of breath work afterwards. So I didn't end up suffering from all of that traumatic yeah. stuff that she told me. She was very graphic about it as well. So it was like, whoa. Yeah. So yeah, I think we have to mind ourselves when people are, are unloading on us as well. 
Oh, it is not interesting because yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. Like I, I feel a lot for other people, same but then thing. again, aren't we making that about ourselves again? Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's the harsh <laughs> truth. Like we're we're narcissists. We're hard enough to walk. <laughs> I go to walk around feeling shit after someone loads their stories on us. I know. I if know. we can do something about it. Do you know what I think? What? I think that uh, we're all like, we've been trained to learn all these words which are made up of symbols. Yeah. And right? And what do they call it when they're testing you on how to put the symbols together? Aptitude tests? No, like we, all, we all had to learn how to do it when we were like learning language, English. Just, just sparrows, Mark. Sparrows. Spelling. Spelling. Oh, right, yeah, okay. they're not symbols. They're letters, Mark. What are letters? Yeah, they're symbols, symbols, but we have a set of letters. What does a what does a witch cast or a wizard? Yeah. Oh, language is magic. Ah, yeah, language is magic. It's a spell. And what are we doing? We're trying to talk about not spelling mm. by, by spelling. casting spells yeah, at each yeah, other yeah, exactly. back and forth, and people think it's not a fucking spell, mate. You just Using language, what is a spell? Yeah, exactly. spell a bunch of symbols that are for abstract reasons, and when you put them together, it's called casting a spell. Yep. Abraca, fucking Dabra. Yeah, my, sis- <laughs> my sister's a wicked, she practices all this, and she talks about all the Okay, and so. I never thought about spelling. So, well, we're just speaking so, things into reality. Like. So that's why it's so hard to leave the spell. We're spellbound by yes. language. Mm. And so when we're talking about, hey, stop using spells, you're like, but you just use some money. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, I know, but it's fun. I'm just pointing you towards not doing what we're doing we're right now. Still using still it. Doing it. <laughs> I know, but we need to stop. Okay, I don't know how to stop. <laughs> Damn it! I'm spellbound. I'm a shit wizard. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. It is fun to cast spells. That's the whole thing. You'll cast, you'll do spells and shit. You'll do a fucking lot. <laughs> you'll get an old. All right, we gotta go, guys. A laughing spell. That was a fun podcast. Are you ready for the laughing spell? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Right. Goodbye, Bye, guys. guys.